a review in Lekutis Sichas in Chelik uh, Tezayin, volume 16, the first Sicha for the Parsha of Shmois. So this Sicha is uh, a Rashi Sicha. Rashi explains the meaning of Ayokom Melech Chodosh, that a new king arose in Egypt. And Rashi brings down the, the, the two the Pirushim, whether it was a new king or a literally a new king, or it means a king that his decrees were renewed. And the Rebbe explains in the first, uh, the beginning of the Sikh and the first Ois, exactly, very clearly and beautifully why Rashi has to explain both of these explanations, how they're both in the Pshut Shal Mikra, why the first one that it was a really new king is the real one that is closer to the Pshat. But then the rest of the Sikha goes away in trying to explain why Rashi mentions the names of the authors of the statement of Rav and Shmuel. Why does Rashi bring that down? And along that path, the Rebbe brings down various different machlokesim between Rav and Shmuel, and uh, that the Gemara brings down. And the Rebbe explains how Rav and Shmuel have the lishitosei uh, that they go by their line of thinking, and everything aligns Rav's views and all the various different psukim how he interprets them goes with the idea that you have to go by the literal meaning of the verse. And Shmuel goes more, his line of thinking is you have to go by the idea of the whole contents of the, of the portion over there. And the Rebbe says, but Rashi, that would be something in the Gemara that we can follow one line of thinking for Rav and one for Shmuel. That would be one reason for bringing down the Rav to show that this is just Rabbi's way of thinking, that's why he interprets it one way, and Shmuel the other way. But the Rebbe says in Rashi, Rashi doesn't bring down in all his commentaries the names of Rabbi and Shmuel, so we have to look for another answer. And the Rebbe goes away and explains that we know the halacha is like Rav when it comes to matters of Isur Veheter, when we talk about prohibition, and there is a machloik between Rav and Shmuel, the halacha is like Rav, and when it comes to monetary issues, then the halach is like Shmuel. And the reason is because Rav was mainly occupied in the laws of Isur Veheter, so he had a deeper appreciation and understanding in the laws. Isur Veheter, that is between Hashem and the people. And Shmuel was more involved in monetary situations, so he had more of an appreciation of how things are between interpersonal relation between people. And the differences between their opinions explains that Rav takes into consideration mostly as it impacts Shamayim. That's why he interprets Melechodosh, meaning a brand new king. And Shmuel mainly takes into consideration the interpersonal between Odom Lachavede, and that's why according to that, it's more fitting. Okay, but that's just some of the highlights, but it's a long, detailed sicha, 
and we'll do it piece by piece. So let's look inside. Ois Aleph. Shmois Ois Aleph. A new king, the Pasik says, stood up on Egypt that did not know Yosef. Rashi based themselves on the words from the Pasik by Yokom Melechodosh. So the Pasik of Yokom Melechodosh. Unizmefarish Rav Shmuel. Rav says there is a, a, a disagreement between Rav Shmuel. Chad Omar Chodosh Mamish. One of the two says that it was actually a new king, meaning the previous king, Pare, died, and there was a new Pare now. And one says, that the decrees, it wasn't a new king, but it was a new decrees that he brought about. So it's the same king, the same Pare, but his Gezeres were renewed. The Rebbe will say later on in the Sicha, in most cases, when it says Rab and Shmuel, or it says the names of the uh, authors of the statement, and then it says one said so and one said so, so basically the first one, the Chad Omar is the Rab, and the other Chad Omar is Shmuel. So basically, it's as if it says that the Rab is the one that says it was Chodesh Mamish, a new king. And Shmuel is the one that says it's written in a way one and one, but the first one is the first Chadomar, and the second Shmuel is the second Chadomar in this case. That's the uh, the Rebbe brings that down later on. So the Mokar from the Pirush Rashi is in Gemara. The source for this Rashi's commentary is in the Gemara. And the Gemara is dort masbir dem hechrech und demaila the Gemara over there explains the proof and the advantage of each one of these two commentaries. What is the proof behind they said what they said? The view that says, Rab, that says, actually new, the Torah says a new king got up, and a new means new. So that's his evidence. What about the one who says that the decrees have been renewed? His proof is, his evidence is, doesn't say that he died and he became king. It just says a new king got up. Why doesn't it say that he died and he kings? It's a simon that the other one ever died. It's just a new king. So, the Rebbe is going to explain now why Rashi brings down both Pirushim and why Rashi brings down the advantage of the first Pirush that comes first. So the Rebbe says, Even though Rashi only explains the literal meaning of the Pirushim, and yet he brings down both of these Pirushim. Because the proof that forces us to say like that interpretation is from the little meaning. And therefore, Rashi brings both because we have evidence for both of them. 
Their meat is a move on. That's what we also understand. Favos Rashi is mighty from Posig Eich Deverter by Yokom Melech. Rashi explains the words Chodosh. What does Chodosh mean? But Rashi quotes from the Posig also the words a king stood up. Because this is the Peshat evidence for these two Perushim. Hagam Azer Taichtop Nor Chodosh, although he only translates the word Chodosh. Because in the wording of Vayokom over there, there is the evidence for the second interpretation. The Loikisiv, Vayimach, it just says Vayokom, stood up, doesn't say a king. So Rashi Rinam Vayokom to point to the evidence which the second Pirish. And in the word Melech, Vayokom Melech, that Hechrech from Ersten Pirush. Because a new king got up, Vayokom Melech Chodosh, not uh, a new Gzairus. So therefore, Rashi brings them down. So that's why Rashi brings down both interpretations. But still, the first interpretation comes first, Le'idach, on the other hand. Chodosh, as in Yedin, from Beide Pirush, and although that in each one of these two commentaries, there is an advantage. That also automatically causes a difficulty to the other interpretation. Because if it's an uh, advantage for one, brings a difficulty for the other one. But as mentioned, spoken many times, that Erster Pirush the first interpretation that Rashi brings is closer to the simple meaning of the Pasik, and that's why it's first. So the Rebbe is going to give now three reasons why, vile, because the reason why the first interpretation that it's really a new king is the one that is closer to the simple meaning of the Pasik. Number one, Aleph, the Pashtus is mer mistaber zogun. As Chodosh made Chodosh Mamash. Simply, it is more logical to say that new means not uh, renewed Gizem, but it means actually new. New Gizemus is not really a new king. Here we're saying a king makes Gizemus. So, Chodosh means a new king. Chodosh means not new Gzairis from a king. Unit as vibal Gzairis is Yonah de Melech. Since, not to say as the second one says, that a king makes Gzairis. Is Chidosh de Gzairis, Chidosh de Melech. So when there is a new Gzairis, that means there's a new Melech, there's a new, by Yoko Melech Chodosh, a new Gzairis. That's not the more logical, simple Wait, Yaakov Melechodesh means a king and the one, not the exodus of a king. Number one, base. Number two, Leuten Zweiten Pirush, according to the second one, not only are, is Chodosh not literally, but also the words Asher Loyodas Yosef, that he didn't know Yosef is also not uh, translated 
literally, because that way, because it's the same king, he knew Yosef, they knew what Yosef did for the people, so then Asher Loyodas Yosef, Rashi teaches, the Rebbe shows that this Loyodas Yosef goes according to, in Rashi, according to the second interpretation, that since he pretended that since he made new Kisaris, Asher pretended not to know Yosef, which is also not the simple meaning. Asher Yosef means he didn't know Yosef. That's another difficult bait. Let's look inside. Leut and Zweit and Pirush, according to the second interpretation, that's Nishachuk Zeroisov, that this was a renewal of the decrees, Muzman Taichen. So you have to interpret Asher Yoda, what is Asher Yoda? Asa Atzmeki Lula Yoda, that he made himself as if he didn't know. Vidigamari is Masbe. As the Gemara explains, the Rebbe is going to point out that this interpretation that he made himself like he didn't know is only according to the second interpretation that it was the same king, so he knew Yosef. Rashi is domedaik to shreim ve'asher lo yoda. Rashi adds the vav. It says ve'asher lo yoda, not asher lo yoda, not ve and who didn't know. He made himself, he pretended not to know. Rashi adds a connecting verb on the language of the Pesach. The Pesach says, Asher Rashi says, Rashi wants to emphasize, as that Pirush that this that he's made him pretended not to know, is that this is a follow-up to the second interpretation, that he made new decrees, that says right beforehand, that he didn't know Yosef, and therefore he pretended not to know, as to, Rashi's trying to tell you, that only according to this shot he pretended not to know. But according to the first Pirush, is Eichder Taich also the translation for Nasher Yoda? Also, Nasher Loyoda means keep short a little. Nit Osasmi, not it pretended, but it didn't know. So, according to the first interpretation in Chodosh, that it's a new king, a Chodosh, a new king that didn't know Yosef. That's simply. According to the second interpretation, we have to not only say that he was a new king that knew uh, Gzeris. And then we have to add that he pretended not to know Yosef. So that's a this, this difficult, uh, additional difficulty. That's why that pshat comes first. And Gimel, also the whole difficulty, according to the uh, first interpretation, what's the problem? It just says Vayokum, it doesn't say Vayimloch Vayomos. It doesn't say Vayimlech, it says Vayokom Elechodosh. Kemafarantur is not such a strong difficulty. That's not a challenge. It's not such a strong challenge. The Torah Kumdon is not intending to tell us the history from the kings of Egypt. Only the part that is connected to it. That they suffered from new 
difficult decrease. So these details that the king, that, that, that he died and then a new king got up, is not important. Nor did it so different. We only need to know the result. As it relates to Yidin, we want to know. The new king got up here. That there was a new king that got up against the Jews with new decrees. New king got up. So it's not such a question why does it say Yamas? Why should we know, not talk about history here? So for all these three reasons, is that Ashta Pirush Shal Mikra? The first one is that a Chodosh means a new one. We avoid all these three issues. Chodosh means a new king. Shalayodas Yosef means literally he didn't know Yosef. And the problem by Yimlech Vayomas doesn't talk about here who died and then it just tells you a new king making new trouble. So that's why Rashi quotes that first. However, the question is, why does Rashi have to say Ravishmo? Rashi could make two interpretations. Why are the names important over here? So the Rebbe says that it would possibly be uh, answered by quoting in other places where Rashi where we find Machloikison between the Rav and Shmuel, and the Rav goes by the literal translation. So over here, he would say, Chodosh Nu means Melachodosh. And Shmuel goes more by the storyline, and the storyline would necessitate that it's talking about not a new king, but a new decrease, as we find in other places. The Rebbe is going to go through a whole lot of examples, and then the Rebbe is going to say, but Rashi does not always use the name Rabbi Shmuel, so that's not really going to answer the question, as the Rebbe is going to continue in the Sikha. Base. Based on this, we can also explain the reason. Why Rashi brings the names of the authors of this statement, Rabbi Shmuel. We've already spoken many times. Rashi only brings the name of the author. Only if this answers a difficulty in his commentary was there by a Talmud Memulach that arises by a sharp student. The names are brought down. Rashi doesn't just bring down the names. He explains, this gives some explanation. Why are they arguing? Why is each one saying what they're saying? So in this case, the Rebbe says that we're bringing down Rabbi Shmuel over here to give you an explanation uh, for a difficulty, um, and this explains it. Rebbe says first he wants to establish 
that the first statement comes from Rav and the second from Shmuel. As a passion is not an ornament that simply we have to accept as in the machlikism with the Gemara Zokt Frier, Shmeis Baleha in those disagreements with the Gemara first mentions the names of the authors who said the statement. And then it says, one said so and one says so. Is generally speaking, that the first Omar there was the Gemara Zoktfri, the Gemara, the Gemara mentions first. And the was And this one is much better. So that means that the uh, first one, so the Bal Hamaimer, and then it says Chad Omar, Chad Omar, is there Eshter Chamer out of the Gemara Zoktfriya? In our case, it would be Rav, because he is the one that mentioned first. On the Sveiter Chad Omar was very much better. That would be Shmuel. So basically, the Rebbe is trying to say to you that Rav said Melechodosh, and Shmuel says Nishachuk Zeresu. Okay. The Rebbe establishes that, and that's the assumption, and that's what the rest of the Sikha goes by. So the Rebbe says in Kama, so now we can explain that how this Rav and Shmuel in our Rashi's explains that reasoning for their Machlokes. In Kama Machlokes in the Rav and Shmuel, the Pirish HaKsuvim, was the Gemara brained. I mean, in many, in several Machlokes, many Machlokes of Rav and Shmuel, Explaining the psukim that the Gemara brings, and the Gemara brings a whole list of machlokesin of Rabbi Shmuel, but especially those ubiyuchadim signum v'chadom v'chadom. The Gemara says a whole list of things. Rabbi Shmuel one says so and one says so. So zetman So you see how there is a line of thought, Alishitosi following the view from each one of them. They follow the same concept that manifests itself in each one of the statements. What he is over here you see is that Eshter, the first one which is Rav, Nemtals Iker Demvort, he takes the main the word or the verter or several words. Hagam is Although that the contents, the subject matter is not so smooth, he'll go by the word, the Tzveter, the second one, which is Shmuel, is Machriya Leuten Toichen He decides based upon what fits better in the contents, in the subject. The Tzveter is Malitrni, Fundi Psukim. From the verses. Although by making it fit in the subject matter, it's not so smooth to translate from the word or the verter from the word of the word. I'm going to bring you various psukim which we see Rav from the Gemara over there, which various psukim. Now the Rav is mostly concerned with the translation of the word, and Shmuel is mostly concerned that it should fit into the concept. Aleph, but the Rebbe is going to say this is a good idea, but 
in Rashi this doesn't fit because Rashi doesn't bring down these names. But first we're going the idea the way it's in the Gemara. This is talking about Yosef when he came home. It says he came to the house of Pare, not the house of Pare, to the Petifar, the Siris Pare. So he came to the home over there. And it says the posse came to the house, Lasis Malachte, to do his work. We know that Yosef was a worker, he was sold to the Petifar, Siris Pare, as an Evet by the uh, Yishmaelim that brought him to Mitzrayim. So he came home to do his work. Boshteit by Yosef, and it says by Yosef. Zog the Gemara, but the Gemara says, what is the meaning? Rabbi Shmuel, one says, one says he came to do his work, came to do his job. He was, he was a slave there, he came to do his work. One says, no, came to do his work doesn't mean literally his work. He came to do his needs. He came to be, he wanted to be intimate with Asia's Petifar. The Eshter Taich Melachte Mamish, the first translation, we say actions work, Leutun Pirush Aposhut from Vord. That goes, that would follow the simple meaning of the word. But when you look in the flow of the subject matter, was there Posig is not the Mesif? Right afterward it says, Vein Ishma Anshia Baisham Baboyis. And there is nobody there at home. Is mashma. So over here it appears, at the Torah kum der mit malachtoi. It is coming. The Torah is coming to explain what does it mean. The malachtoi is coming to do his work while there is nobody at home. As a malacha was it is such a job that requires there should be nobody home at that time while the job. So this is, the subject matter seems to imply he wasn't just coming to do work, he was had something else, something which no people should be there around. The Riber, that's why Vachad Omar, that's why the other one would say, Shmuel would say, as Melachte meant Lassis Tzrochov, that Melachte means to do his needs. But for Nachad, it was a little different. Because in this case, you can still argue, no, he came to do his work. And then the Torah tells you, well, it so happens, and therefore it happened. So there was a little different thing. If not for the fact that then ain't Ishman Shabbais. When there is nobody home, he would not get there. Aishas Petifar has been after him for a while. Why is he coming to the house over there when there is nobody else home? After Nogdem was the Yotim Shefri Rizok Shikhvayme, she already told him. Lie with me. Undi brought Yosef Yem Yem, and day after day she was talking to Yosef Lishkavetzla to lie next to her goimer. So, the ain ish me anze abayis. Why is he coming there? So, that is the chmuvon that is rain lasis trochem. 
So there's the connotation here that really he came is to do tzrochem. Because because otherwise he would not come there. That's his mashma from the Hemshechonyar. So that would be the uh, uh, another example. Then we have another example, Gimel. Another example. So the simple meaning of the Pasik is work, that's the taich. Came out of but when you start seeing what the, the discussion, this idea over there, then you say no. So which is the two? Rav chooses Malachti Mamish. That's the taich of the Pasik. Shmuel says, no, no, we gotta follow what means what the idea of the contents of the story. Gimel. Another Base I from posting in Megillus Esther. Megillus Esther, the verse it says there that Achashverosh was a king, mehoidu veatkush. From hoidu to kush. So the Gemara is trying to the posting is similar something, all the ways from hoidu all the ways to kush from one end of the world to the other end of the world. That's a simple meaning. But Later on, the Torah says he was king over 127 countries. Why would the Torah repeat once you said already? So that tells you, Mahiduvat Kush means that they were next to each other. Let's look inside. Base. I've imposed, so you can Megillah Sester. Mahiduvat Kush on the verse in Megillah Sester, which says, Mahiduvat Kush. The Gemara says, Rabbi Shmuel, that we have here, a machloikis between Rabbi Shmuel. Chad Omar once says, Rav says, we're going by the line, the Rebbe says that the first one is Rav. So Rav Shmuel, Chad Omar, Rav says, once says, Hoidu, Besoifa Oilom, Bekush, Besoifa Oilom, that Hoidu is in one end of the world and Kush in the other end of the world. But Chad Omar once says, Hoidu, Vikush, Gabe Hadod, Dehavi Kaimi, that Hoidu and Kush were next to each other. Just as he was king over Hoidu and Kush that were next to each other. So that means that you can sort of be fully king. So also he was also over the end of the world, from the end of the world to the other end of the world. Which means not literally. It's a very similar thing to this, you also say. It says in the Pasik, Metivsoch v'ad azo, Melachem Aleph, and the Pesach, that he was a ruler in the whole other side of the river from Tivsoch to Azo. So which literally Tivsoch and Azo, Rav Shmuel whether Tivsoch and Azo were next to each, were corner, extreme far of the world, corners of the world, which would literally to Azo, or according to Shmuel, no. It means that they were next to each other, and just like he ruled from Tifsuch so he ruled over the rest of the world. What is the logic behind it? Chad is mefarish umadgish davort ad. One rab, he explains and emphasizes the word ad. Kipshut means literally. It says from here metifsuch vaad azo, mehoidu vaad from here until here, which means all the ways ad amerchak nishatach. We're talking about a distance in area, from here all the way to there. 
So what is the meaning and what is the uh, big deal from Hoiduba Atkush? Means for the from one corner of the world to the other corner of the world. But the fact that later on in Posik it says, Shabbat Vesru Me Medina, 127 countries, which already includes all the world. Then we have to say that Mehoidu Ve'at Kush, what does it mean, Tilkush? Doesn't mean Nid Kipirush Haposhut. Doesn't mean as a simple meaning. Fun Eng Kotze Bizn Tzvetin from one extreme, from one corner to the other corner. Was Damos Isdoch, Isdoch Koifel, Damos Isdoch Koifel, Damselben Inyan Tzvemol. Then you're duplicating. You're saying 127 again. So why are you duplicating the same thing twice? The Faris Vachad Omar. That's why the other one says that the Posik Mat Gishzain. Shmuel says that the Posik is coming to emphasize as Kishem Shemolach Al Hoidu Vekush, just like he was king of Hidukush, Kach Molach. So it's just like, it's not ad literally. But we're saying he's king over these two places, and just like he did, it's likewise Molach Seba Tsefa. That's not Pshat in the literal, it's a Figuratively, to emphasize the great and the force of his government, that just like he can control these two, he also controlled the whole world like that. But that's not the literal translation. So again, you see, Rav goes by the simple taich. Ad means until, which means extreme in area. And according to him, because we don't need that, because the Rav says, Medina is that's why we're going to say that it's Kishem, that we're next to each other, and Ad is not Kishem. So those are what the Gemara brings over here by explaining. Then the Gemara brings another two examples. Dalet. Ditzvei Deyes, Ditzvei Machleikesun. There's the two arguments was the Gemara bring freer that the Gemara brings earlier before Farda Machloikis from Runzer Posse. The Gemara brings before the Machloikis in our Posse. It says, Mayokom Melechodosh. So, first it says in our Posse, in Mokom Melechodosh, the Psukim, earlier in the Chumish Breshis. So, but there it says, Vahi Bimeyam Rofa. It was during the days of Amrofel, the Pashas Lechlecha. So that's talking about when they built the Babur, the, the Tower of Babel. And the um, question is who is this Amrofel? So who is this? Who's Amrofel? So it seems like everybody agrees that Amrofel and Nimrod. Is the same person. We learned earlier in Lech Lecha that Nimrod was born. And Amrofel and Nimrod is the same person. But the question is, what was his real name? Was he Nimrod called Amrofel or was he Amrofel called Nimrod? Chad Omar once says that would be Rav, says Nimrod Shemoy, that his name is really Nimrod. Like the Apostle says when he was born. 
Why did we change? Why is his name called Amrafel? She Omar. Amrafel is made up of two words. Omar Pul. She Omar Vihipil Avram Avinu because he is the one that said, and they threw our father Avram into the furnace of the fire. So the Amrafel is based on that occurrence, what he did to Avram Avinu. And on one hand, and the other one says, Shmuel says, Amrafel Shmoi. But his name is really Amrafel. So why do we call him Nimreit? Shehimrid as kol ha'olam kule olam malchuse because he got the entire world to rebel against the kingdom of Hashem. So here the Rebbe explains also we have these two ideas coming to play. What is more important, the simple meaning of the words or the contents? Loitem pidush aposhut from the verter. If you use the simple words, the simple meaning. It says Vikush Yolad Es Nimrod. That's where it says that Nimrod was born in Noyach. This is Lech Lepashis Noyach, where he's born over there. Like everybody else, Kush Yol Nimrod is Nimrod Veruba Deruba from the Neman. As majority of the majority, the great majority of all the names in the capital in that chapter, in Torah Bechlal and Torah in general, it's a name. Which no, we have to don't have to search for a reason. Why the people? The name or name? That's what they named them. So that would be the simple meaning of a kushyol the nimre. Then when it comes to we read about the story. What happened? And then you know We know that we're talking about nimre, the rebel, was rebelling against Hashem. Is the chrufanim. And you see the Torah changes his name to something else. Torah calls him Amrofel. So we have to say Hashem is We have to say the name change has a reason. Which is hinted in the name that we changed. There has to be a name, a reason for the change. And that is hinted over here. And therefore, Chad Omar one says, That's Rav. Why is he called Amrafel over here? Shomar Nimrod. Shomar. He said, and he threw Abram into the fire. So that would be the name and the simple translation. But when you start specifically looking at the contents and the subject, the idea of these psukim, as noch v'kush yolad es nimroid, that after the Torah states that kush gave built a nimroid, the Torah, gleich mamshich mevair zayn meridah kegna meibishten, the Torah continues immediately and he explains how he rebelled against Hashem, who heicheli is giber ba'oretz, he started being the giver in the land. He was a mighty side before Hashem against the Torah describes at great length how Nimrod was rebellious against Hashem. That's why Shmuel comes and says, No, 
as the Arichas HaSipur Kum Nevair Zayin, why is the Torah over there telling you the great at length the story about him being a rebellious that it's coming to explain for Boser haste why he's called Nimrod? But I can't by Posik by Hebimim Rofel. But when we come to the Posik, the Torah is going to Mamshich Befrat. The Torah does not continue and explain anything about him specifically. Which we should be able to say why he's called Amrafel is Das Shemoy. So over here, over there, where the Torah gives an explanation, that becomes the reason why we refer to him as Nimrod. But his name, where it says plain, is Amrafel. So because of the contents, Shmuel holds that that overrides. Hey, also before we talk about Boris and says a double cave. So we also have a machloikis ravishmo. Chad Omar one says, Rav says, that shnei botim ze lifnim mize. What does it mean a double? A double cave. A double cave means we're two houses, two compartments. One compartment inside the other compartment. That makes it double. And one says that what it means is Bayis Vali Al Gabov. It has was a house, and then there was a second story on top of it. Gemara says, Bishlam Lamando Marze Al Gabze. We understand one on top of each other. The Rebbe will explain all this very well. That's why it's double. Two stories. It's double. But the one who says that there's two, one inside the other, why is it called a double? There's two houses, one inside the other. And the Gemara says, And the Rebbe explains, They're also going by their view. Ma'oras, a cave, ha'machpelah is double. Ma'oras isn't talking about two caves. Ein Ma'ora, we're talking about one cave. It's a cave was an halt in zich that contained within it a toppelkite, a double. Is there pirush kufula bezugos the meaning to say that it is doubled with uh Peers that you have several peers doubled as state basically from Topoltekvorim. That means that those graves, those burial spaces, were meant for doubles, for zugis, doubled, uh, because there are peers there. Is mermasim, it's more fitting with the Pirush Bayis Vali Agabov than the meaning of a house and another attachment and an attic or a second floor on top of it. If you have two caves, one on top of the other, they're both caves. You have two stories in the cave. Is the The top cave doesn't hinge on the bottom one. 
like an attic or second story in a house. A house, if you have the second story, you must have the bottom story to hold it up. So maybe you can call it a double house. You can call it a two-floor house. But a cave, the upper cave, is in the ground as well. It's surrounded by the ground. If you don't have the bottom cave, you can still have the top cave. So why would it be called doubled? So mostly call it the Maras HaMachpela doubled, not for two stories. That would not be uh, a reason to call it. And simply Maras HaMachpela means that it's a cave that is doubled that has two kvarim in each one. The river Chad Omar, that's why one says, Shnei Botim two houses, one inside of the other one. Uh, so one says, meaning that it has doubled these two houses, each they had the compartments for for doubles, for double zugis. Everybody's not ordering the Gemara there, but this is enough for our discussion over here. So literally, Morasa Machpela means doubled with peers. But mitzad hemshech v'toichen ha'ksuvan but when you take into consideration from the perspective of the flow and this contents, the subject of the psukim is shver einzutaychen odem pirush botim zelifinim ezek full of bezugis one inside the other that it's doubled with peers from Avram's raid is given Avram's words were benusach from bakosha it came as a request. He was begging them. He was trying. So why in begging them would he have? He bowed to them and he spoke to them and he said, Can you please? And what is he asking? He's only asking. He wants to bury his dead. He has one person to bury. So for Leichterin, the Mizayin Tzargodl, to make it easier, his great pain, he has uh, his wife Sarah to bury. That's what he's asking for. He wants to double the one, the Machpelah, Acht Kvorim, that has eight burial places, Kvula Bezugis. And the four of the four different uh, peers that are lying over there. So, over there, seems more Abayiz Valiyah. Abayiz Valiyah makes more sense. According to that's why Shmuel takes that second view. But, So based on all the above, we can also explain in our case. So, you need to understand, why does the Torah introduce First, before the Torah starts telling the suffering of the Yidin, the Mitzrayim, the Torah tells us the detail from Vayokom Elochodesh HaMitzrayim. So, new king, why is the Torah telling us? The Torah doesn't just start telling them about the suffering. The Torah is trying to explain to you how is there such a change from all of a sudden uh, the treatment of the Yidin, the Mitzrayim, to this treatment we are now. 
on why who need on game why does the pasuk not start bald noch that they were fruitful and they were swarmed and they became so many and powerful as the Rebbe therefore so therefore he said to his people behold the Jewish people are many and more powerful than us let's go seek advice to him so why do we need to tell us what difference does it make if it's a new king or not? So why does the Torah introduce that? It's logical. The Torah wants to tell you how did it change so drastically. It's the Birbe Pashtus. Simply explanation why the Torah says this introduction. That This verse is coming to answer something surprising. How is it possible that Paris should decree such decrees of Am Yosef on Yosef's nation, Befrat, Bnei Yosef, and especially on the sons of Yosef? After all the favors that Yosef has done to him, that's to Paris, and to all of the land of Mitzrayim, how could he turn on him like that? The Rebbe that tells the Torah, that's what the Torah introduces the story. There was a new king of Mitzrayim. Who didn't know Yosef. And therefore, then it's not so surprising, not such a novelty. The introduction explains to you how he could decree such decrees on the Yid. And that's why Rashi brings the names of the authors of the statement of Rabbi Shmuel. That adds explanation in the in the difference and the advantage for each one of these commentaries is again as they go and follow their view. One goes according to his view, and he explains the words, He explains it literally. A new king who did not know Yosef, and therefore he decreed all these decrees. That would be the approach of Rav. But when you take into consideration the general subject and the idea, the contents of these verses, then it's not understood. Even if he was a new king, for sure knew about what Yosef did. That saved all of Egypt. And that just happened one generation before. And this wasn't just that Pari concocted some sort, maybe he didn't know about it. This was all of the people of Egypt, so they knew what it was. Now what's going on? He has taken it together. So there were a, a consensus of all the Egyptians. He said to his people, let's become wise and for the people to, 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 to deal with the Jewish problem. 
amongst them there must have been such they were by the acts of Yosef and they were saved to him So, we need to say, even if it's a new king, that he had to pretend the river is Omar, the river says, the Pasik is not Blois Kain Maimer Hamuzgar. That this Pasik is not like a parenthesis, sort of an introduction of what it says further. According to the first one, she's trying to give you the background. How could it be before they started to uh, enslaving the Jewish people because there was a, uh, a new king and. Um, he pretended he didn't know, pretended not to know, no. So, as their Posik, Parenford, Gazoi, Pari, Ked Gers, and Exodus, Posik is coming just to tell you how could Pari do it. So, the Posik is telling you a new king, and therefore he can do it. No. But no, their Posik is their meat, Oisin, what we're trying, this Posik, according to the, is trying to tell you, Arois to bring in the greater riches from Pari. The Posik is trying to expressed to bring out how great the evilness of Pari. Which fits with the contents, with the ideas of the Psukim that follow. Was the Torah hoped on their tail, the Torah hoped on starts itself. My timer is Vachad Omar Ados is the Zalber Melech. So he says, fitting into the context, he said like this, it's the same king. This expresses how evil they were. Not only did they plot against the Yidden, but how they could be so inconsiderate uh, with the, the evilness that they have just benefited so much from Yosef. And yet he makes himself like he doesn't know you. My time is Khadomar. That expresses to you how evil Pari was. Same Pari he's just been saved, he's just benefited, and yet he is pretending. Yochum al-Khodesh, he pretends like, no, I don't know, you've done nothing for us. And he's going to go ahead with the decrees against the Jewish people. Although this way, we're going to have to compromise on the meaning of the words, Melachodesh, as the Smechid is Chashuk So it's not a new king, but a new king, but that is better and fitting more to the subject as it's in the Pasuk. So, basically, up to here, the Rebbe was explaining why Rashi brings down Rav and Shmuel, 
Because that way we understand why Rav chooses to say Melachodosh and why Shmuel chooses to say Nishat And the Rebbe goes further, this can explain an additional Rashi. Based on this, we can explain another disagreement that Rashi brings in his commentary in the Torah in Naman for Rav Shmuel, in the name of Rav Shmuel. Now the Rebbe says, Rashi brings it down in the name of Rav Shmuel, but although as our Girsa in the Gemara, the Girsani Gemara, Umedrash, it's other sages, not Rav and Shmuel, but Rashi quotes it in the name of Rav and Shmuel. And therefore, the way Rashi quotes it, it fits in with the view of Rav and Shmuel as we explained over here. And this is even posting by Yita Eishel Bevair Shava. It says that Avram planted this Eishel in Be'er Shava. So what is exactly Eishel? Is Rashi mefanish the word Eishel? Rashi explains what is the meaning of Eishel. Rav Shmuel, there's a mechlekz Rav Shmuel. Chad Omar Pardes that the Eishel means an orchard. Lahavi mimenu peiris laurchim besuda to bring from that orchard fruit for the guest for the meal. That was what he planted, an orchard. Chad Omar, and one says that it was a pundok. It was an inn, la'achsanya, to host. Uboi called my name Michael, and then there were all kinds of food. So he planted an inn. Rashi says, so what is it? Planting usually is reserved for a tree or for a bar orchard. You don't plant uh, inns or places to live in. But Rashi says, no. We do find the language of planting when it comes to tennis. Rashi says, Shonemar brings a quote from a pasuk. So, how does this fit in with what we learned before? Mitzat pirush aposhut from the verter, vayita eishol. The simple meaning from vayita eishol, darfmen lernen, we need to learn, as dos is given a pardes from pages. This was a orchard of fruit. Undos is shitas chadomar. That is the sheet of the one, sheet of Rav. I, I keep on saying Rav, even though the Rebbe says Chadomar. Just for our brains, it's easier to associate. This is all based on what the Rebbe said, that the first one is Rav. It's just find it easier to teach and to understand by using a name rather than saying one said and one said. So, in Dosi sheet is Chadomar for Rav. Obar v'chad Omar. But, and uh, one says, Shmuel says, Gately Shitose, he goes according to his view. As mitzad toichenu mashmoes hakosuf. That from the perspective of the subject matter and the meaning of the verse, is vayita eishel bevesheva vayikrashom b'shem Hashem kelelom. Verse says over there that he planted this eishel in Beersheva and he called over there in the name of Hashem kelelom. And Rashi explains. 
that is through that Eishel that a God's name has been called out, is men mistaber to learn. So it makes more sense to learn. Talks about more, not about trees of fruit, but a inn as a place to host for guests. Was Dortmund in which people can stand there for some duration of some time? all kinds of food. Was his masbir? Was his masim? That would be fitting. the to mention the to encourage the passerbys, those passing by and returning to bless Hashem. for all of these goods. Choch is the word Vayita, according to this, the word Vayita planting, not Galatic, it's not smooth, Yita means planting, but I've uncovered Sayyachachi, and it proved, as it passed Oich of oil, that also on the word Anan oil, Motsinu Losh Netir Baholuchol, we find the language in Tibahol. So far, so good. But the Rebbe is going to say now, this only fits in the Gemara, but not in Rashi. Because in Rashi, Rashi doesn't quote all the time Rav and Shmuel, but the names, and therefore Rashi's saying over here Rav and Shmuel is referring to something else that the Rebbe will explain later on. Ches, at Khan, up till here is Benegeya to Gomorrah Medrash, Benegeya to the Gomorrah and the Medrash. Bilishitosi for Rav Shmuel, which is the view that follows Rabbi Shmuel. But as far as Rashi's in commentary on the Torah, it's difficult to say, that this is the reason that Rashi brings here the names of Rabbi Shmuel to give us the general idea Rashi is trying to explain here that they are following their view that Rav goes by the meaning of the word and Shmuel goes by the subject matter. But in Lufizeh, if this was if this was the reason, Rashi should have mentioned their names in Yedin Ort for a brinked Einifuzeir Shitas. In every place that he brings their view, should say their name and explain that this is the name. Megefint Ober, however, we only find. As not in a tail erter mehanal, only in a some, in a portion of the above mentioned, bring Rashi Ravishmul Chadomer Vachadomer. Only Rashi the Rashi quotes this that one says and one says. In Pesach Vayova Baisel Lasis Melachtoi, in first in the Pesach Vayola Baisel Melachtoi Rashi Mashi, and over there Rashi says, Umbe Parshas Eino, and in our Parsha. Mashaykin in Ander Erter, but another place, Brengt Rashi. So, from these that we mentioned before, in Parshas Noyach by Nimrud, in the Posik, Li is Giber, over there, where is Giber, where is Mefarish, Lahamrit Koloilum Allah Kodesh Baruchu, that was a Giber that he wanted to have the whole world rebel against the Kodesh Baruchu, was the Chidush. What's the novelty? The loy kibshut shall mikra be kol mokim. 
in Vos Gvura is not as the simple meaning of the Posik, all everywhere. Talk about a warrior, we're talking about a strong person, a mighty person. So we're saying, over here, he was a giver, not just in a power or might and strength. As giver do, Rashi meant lahamrit, is to rebel. Is mekoyred, Rashi's source, from the nomen nimret, that comes from the name nimret. Uniparshis lech lecho by merofel, And in Parshish Lech Lecho by Amrofel, Zokter Hun Nimroit, Shomer Lavrom, Pulu Techkivshin Eish, Contra Fire, is Mashma as Nimroit Shemar. Over here is Mashma, his name is Nimroit, and he only called him Amrofel because of the pool. So, Rashi doesn't mention. So Rashi, it really seems like he explains the Lahamrit Lies Giber side. He's not explaining the name Nimrod. So it seems like Rashi believes. Rashi learns like his name was Nimrod, and Amrofel is just what they uh, called him because he said Avram Pool. That is the opinion of Rav, and Rashi doesn't mention Adosot Gizok Rav. And that's Shmuel. This Rav said, and that Shmuel said. Base. Eichter Posik. Actually, I just saw in the order. The Rebbe actually is learning over here that these are both reasons that Nimrod is a reason like Shmuel says, and Amrofel is a reason like Rav says. Uh, that's why. The Rebbe says that does hot kizok trav and does shmuel. The previous in Rabbi Shmuel, and the Rebbe in the order asks, you can't ask. Well, it's not like Rabbi, not like Shmuel, because what was his name? Because we see Rashi chooses both. The Rebbe said we find this in other cases, but that's the Rebbe deals with this in the Haora. We have both. uh, both opinions over there, aside from Rav and Shmuel, Rashi doesn't mention their name. If the names is the reason for their opinions, Rashi would say the names. Further, I've done Posik base, I've done Posik Morasamach Pela, Beyachad. He brings both opinions together. Bayis Valiya Al Gabov, a structure and an up on top of it. And and another opinion that was. Doubled with peers. And he doesn't say Rav and Shmuel once said. Gimel, also in Rashi's commentary, Megillah Esther, Taister in Pshutushal Mikro, Vivechad Omar. Over there he just says like this second one, Vechad Omar, and doesn't bring the cloudy, cloudy day of Vechad Omar from Rav. Doesn't bring that the Chadam the Shmuel. Muslim Zogan, as in the Eretable, Rashi brings Yodin Nemen for Rabbi Shmuel. You have to say, where Rashi does bring the names of Rabbi Shmuel as the author of the statement, is the Snitlich Deitzu Masbi Zayn as a gain Lishitosmanal. That is not in order to explain that they follow this view that I mentioned before 
about whether the word is the main thing or the contents. Not in the Erte, but this is a idea that follows only in the places where Rashi brings it down. Or it's coming to answer a question from a sharp student uh, in this particular place. So now the Rebbe explains the idea of bringing down the Rav over here. So what's the explanation in our case? When the Torah writes a new king came, what is it coming to tell? Kumt, Arush Brengen is coming to bring out as the Sibe von Hoban is that the reason why they said we should find, consult what to do about the Jewish problem is the riches for Melech Mitzrayim Ve'amai. It's the evil of the king of Egypt and his people. Even if we should say that this was actually a new king, cannot say that Hitaka didn't know Yosef. So, doesn't mean that he didn't know or he didn't hear what Yosef did. God's Mitzrayim canal that he saved all of Egypt, Kinnis Khalil, as mentioned earlier. So, trying to express here over here how evil they were. Now, he was concerned, right? Always a concern, but his concern was really a concern. Uzaikshash, his concern, Hineamana Yisro Gaimer, Penyirbed, because they're gonna lest they multiply, and they'll wage war, and they'll leave Goimer, so even a five-year-old, that has no basis. Nature of people, somebody does you a favor, you don't pay him back with something bad, with evil. By Avraham, as we already learned earlier by Avram and Avimelech. That because Avimelech did a favor to Avram. He told him, My land is before you. Avram has sworn to him, He will do kindness and good. Not just alone, also to the, the child and the grandchild and the and, and, and the people of the land that you live there. So, meaning for the favor, you go back and then gonna treat them back with kindness. As we been in the dam, so also in our case, since the knew about the good conduct. How Pare, king of Egypt, treated Yosef and the Jewish people. Pare, that is going to be Yosef from Beis Asoyer. Pare has taken Yosef out from jail. And he made him into a second advisory to the king. Such a way that without you nobody will raise their hand and foot. 
then according to Paris instruction. He settled the Jewish people in the best of the land and land of Goshen. It's partial, it's obvious. As Melech Mitzrayim on Amehom Farstanen, that the king of Egypt and his people understood as the Eden that the Jewish people are filled their better even in a generation later. Well, the farnished Opsol are not going to pay back. Taro something bad. So they're worried that they made up the worry. So therefore, it's very clear that his worry and his fear. Penyirbel, as they become Moz, is given an oisred. That was only an excuse. And the reason for his decree was because of evil. Evilness. But here the question is, how does this evil express? What does it consist of? What was the main Evil of Pare. Tzi ben Odom Lamokoy. Was it between person and Hashem, the Gabi de Mebrishten, relative to Hashem, that it was his evilness? Or the Be'iker, or mainly ben Odom Lachaveri, between people and people, the Gabi in towards the Jews? On those vert mevur beremes, this is explained by hint. To them was Rashi's Medea, through Rashi telling us, letting us know, as the Tzvei Deya Zayne for Rabbi Shmuel, Ukilakama, that these two. Opinion is out from Rav and Shmuel, as the Rebbe will explain later on. That Rav was mainly concerned between man and Hashem. Halachik Rabbi Yisuri. And Shmuel was mainly concerned between man, Halachik Shmuel, Bedinah, Bemamanis, that between interpersonal relationship. The Gemara is zokt. The Gemara says, Hilchsek Rabbi Yisuri, that the halacha remains like Rav when there's machloket Rav and Shmuel when it comes to matters are prohibited or permissible. Ukishmuel, but the halacha remains like Shmuel when it comes to bedina, when it comes to bemoina, when it comes to monetary matters. So the Rishonim explain why is that so. Hagam as oich ravot kipaskin yonim bemoinus. Rab also ruled in monetary matters. Unoich Shmuel and also Shmuel of Tzichayusik and Abisav Heter occupied themselves in prohibition and permissible. What is permissible? What is prohibited? Is over Shmuel Hoyrogel Tomit, but Shmuel was constantly accustomed. He was used to lifting dinim to rule judgments. That's he was very particular in them. He would descend into depth to maskel and kol davar. MSC would understand the truth in everything. He was accustomed to very particular look into the instruction of prohibition and permissible. That's why they relied on the instructions of Rav when it comes to Yisra Vahater. That Rav mainly occupied himself. That's what was more particular. Shmuel was mainly in matters of monetary issue. What's the difference? What's the difference between prohibitions and monetary issues? Prohibition and permission is an Indian for Menod Lamokim. That's between a person and Hashem. Dine Mominus, monetary issues, they mainly encompass 
the matters that are between man and his friend. And therefore, when we talk about a matter, it has a connection, you can have a connection, both to between man and Hashem, and between man and people. So Rav tilted to translate it as it is from the perspective of prohibition between a person and Hashem. And Shmuel and Shmuel he interpreted he was inclined to do mitzad mamayna benotam lachaver. So what's in our case? Yudalav. Obenidin did that. In our case, loytun pirush as melech chodesh meit nit chodesh mamash. According to the interpretation, that it doesn't mean really a chodesh like Shmuel, like the Vachadomar, that it wasn't really not as given the zelber melech was the same king. Is the rishus ben Odom lamokim nita zegrace? So over there, we're trying to tell you what a big Russia he is, but the rishus to Hashem wasn't as great. Hobendik anamas lekamishmaya klapishmaya, because he had a amas excuse, a tr- not truth, but he had sort of a uh, a way to excuse himself for Hashem. Vibald. Yaakov Avinotim Obgi Gebun Kovid Malchus. If we're talking about the same king, basically he was accepted by Yaakov as a king. King Yaakov treated him, gave him honor for a king. When he came in, and also when he left, he entered Pare and and then the way he uh, greeted him, and also before he left, he took his bracha. So as Rashi points out, so he treated Pare, that same Pare, as a king. He related to him as a king. He accepted his dominance. So he has therefore a right, according to his view, in his view, he can rule. He's the king, so he can do whatever he wants. He was accepted. So it's not so bad towards Yaakov for him to go around and make rules and change the rules for the youth because he's a king. But from this perspective, we want to try to make him look bad. Shmuel uh, doesn't look bad so much from the heavenly perspective. Shmuel wants to make him look bad from the interpersonal relationship because Shmuel is bimamayna. So, as it relates to the Yidin and to the sons of Yisrael especially, that excuse cannot excuse, cannot answer these decrees. Since it's the same king, his friend, which Yosef, he did so much good and so much kindness. So therefore, the same king, the evilness, how could it be so evil to the same people that did him so much favors? So therefore, according to Shmuel, it's more expressed, it's the same king. It's more in the human 
side and not so much in the between him and Hashem. Over Melchodesh Mamish, Chodesh. According to Chodesh, Chodesh Mamish, if it was a actual king, was not him. What Yaakov is giving Kofet Malchus Malch. Yaakov had not shown to him, given him the honor of a king. Who needs Zaymelucha Vishlita? How did Bnei Israel long in Umanev Zichkum Dik Mitzrayim? And his kingdom and his dominance, the Bnei Israel had not accepted when they came to Mitzrayim. The only thing is, he became king while the Jews were still there. They hadn't come to his territory, to his kingdom, and accepted his government and his shlita. So he doesn't have any excuses. towards Hashem to excuse and justify his decrees against the Jewish people. So that's pretty bad, a new king, that Kegin Club of Bnei Yisrael. But as you talk about interpersonal between, is the Rishis Nishta Zegreis, it's not as evil. Yibaldir is a Melech Chodosh. He's still a new king. He did not receive and he favors you yes. Lifize is moving. So based on this understood. As Baal, the Torah is Madish. The riches of Pare, since the Torah emphasizes the evilness of Pare, is Rabos Mitzadinyonis Rav. His perspective can is Khalil. Touch the is the riches in Bnei He translates the evilness in between human interpersonal relationship. A new king which emphasizes how bad is Lagabe Hashem. never accepted him. aggressor is given in whose main occupation was monitor, he says the same king. But the new decrees, which shows us that in the interpersonal relationship he was evil in that. And the Rebbe explains now the names of Rabbi Shmuel along the same sides in the previous uh, Rashis. now on this line, in the, in the two previous arguments. In Parshas by Yosef, in Kavonos HaKosov, in the portion of Yosef, when the Torah wants to express, bring out the righteousness of Yosef, both before the Pesach says he came to the house, in Hemshech HaSipur, and the flow of the story, by Yifkideyu, Al Beisoy V'chol Yeshlein Osem B'yodoy, he appointed him over his home, whatever he had, he gave in a sense, Goymer, V'yazav Kol HaShel Lebiad Yosef, and Patifar left everything that he, what he owns in the hand of Yosef, V'lo Yitzu, V'lo Yodoy, Yitzu V'uma, he did not get involved in anything with Yosef, V'atisa Eishas Adoinov, and the 
wife of his master raised her eyes, by Yemoin he refused. By Yoimer, he says, Goimer, how can I do this terrible, great, evil act? And it was as she spoke to him, and he didn't listen. So the Torah talks all about Yosef's greatness and righteousness, that he did not cede to the requests and to the temptation of Tifar's wife. And also later on, when the Torah as Yosef tore away and escaped, ran away from the wife of Petifar, so now we have, so this all expresses Yosef's righteousness. We have a posik, what is the meaning from What does it mean he came to the work? See, since given Malachte Mamish, was it coming to do work? Other last to do his needs with her. according to Rabbi Baldazikir in Yonah is to His main aspect is to emphasize and to forewarn the interpersonal relationship. It needs to turn out that Adosmate Malachte Mamish. It means his actual work. And not his needs with her means actually work. This is mashma from itself as a cause of an ishma and shabbat that it means something else, as the Rebbe pointed out before. For him, Damus Voltas gemeint an isur klapishmaya. Then it means that he came to do an isur towards Hashem. And we're talking about the ace of righteousness, and here he's coming to. So we have to say that he's doing, he came to actually do his work. According to Shmuel, however, whose main emphasis is to emphasize this monetary side, is Yumtok, then it is sweetness. He came to do his needs with her. That's what he came to do. There's nobody in home. Born because then he came there because it did not violate his obligation. He had other, no other responsibility. If there were other people there, maybe need to do other things, but this way, nothing else there. So he says that he stayed righteous in the sense that because there was nobody there, okay, so he felt klapishmaya, he wanted to do hair, but he did not come uh, to not do his job that he has to do, which would be a monitor. Same thing is in Yud Gimel, Rebbe continues with Eshel. Rabbi Shmuel, Chadomar Pardis, love him and One says to bring food for the guests, for the meal. And the Chadomar Pundik Lachsanya. One says, an inn as a place to host. Which had all kinds of fruit. Mitzat ben Odom Lachaveri is poshut. From the perspective between man and his friend is obvious. As Pundik Lachsanya, that you're having an inn to host all kinds of fruit is aggressive to even Mailefun. The Apartheid of Blaise Peters, it's a greater benefit and advantage 
than an orchard that only has fruit. The idoch, on the other hand, is in the pirush vayita chulu pardes love menepedes, but in the meaning of vayita to bring a pardes to bring fruit, mer mutgesh benodin lamakom. There is more emphasis between a person Hashem bordo idoch tzuki kumen because over here it was added that benodin lamakom because over here when you're planting it oich von Avram and Alein also from Avram himself. Because the planting, because the planting itself was an avoida, the vayita esho, that itself, So it's not just the. So this was also Avram. Wasn't just uh, for the people over there, that 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 planting of the fruit itself. I need to still figure this out a little bit. It's not so clear. Rebbe is very short over here. On the Rebbe, on the Rebbe, bring dort Rashi the name for the Bala Memres, and that's why Rashi brings the names of the authors of the statements. On Klipt Eis Davke, the Girsa Rav Shmuel, and he chooses specifically the version of Rav Shmuel. Not with the Girsa Lefanenu. In Gemara, not as the version before us, Rabbi Yudav Rabbi Nechemia, the Rabbi mentioned before. But does Gita has borrowed the time on Yisrael at the end of the Perushim? This gives an explanation, a reason, an advantage in each one of the commentaries. So that the commentary from uh, building a Rab, building a whole inn, a punduk, is more benodum lechaveri. And planting an orchard, the Shmuel is building something which Avram for Hashem. It's Vayita Eishel, and that's more Lamokim. So what's the Hero? You dalit. The Hero from the Pirush Rashi, we may know Elam. It's the Hero from this Rashi nowadays. There are those that argue. We got a sister, like by Esther. We have a sister in the house of the king. So he says, an I have friend, have a new friend, or an alter friend, or an old friend. If he makes a decree, God forbid, the don't have to be scared. Even though this is opposite of the Torah, you need to fulfill it. Well, I sit you're, you're being service to Fari. You're building Pisaramsis. And Stod instead of Suzanne, if they have Baye, Abde Hashem being service of Hashem, by learning Torah with diligence and devotion, and to fulfill mitzvahs in a perfection, so, what is the excuse? you're living in Egypt, you're living in the good of the land, basically, if you can't, you're living here in this culture, in this lifestyle, so, you can't serve the Abishter so much, you can't, 
be devoted to Hashem to learn Torah by some other shkidah, a kind of mitzvahs. Chodrach HaChodayu, you have to give in. Darf Mavisnas is kein afkimin in it. You have to know it doesn't make a difference. It's not living an alt, a melech chodesh, whether it's an old king or it's an alter melech, a new king or an old king. Or he talks in this kind of style, another style. If he is a king of Egypt, which means from Israel, they oppress, they make uncomfortable the Yiddish. You make uncomfortable and trouble for Yiddishkeit. This is a trick of the Yitzhar Hara. And the kindness of the nations is chatos. It's no good going to come from that. As darfam muzayin dan hoga from the miyaldos hayivriyes. It needs to, and we must have the conduct of the Jewish midwives in Golos Mitzrayim in the exile of Mitzrayim. Heipachzeres pari against the kizri of pari. Pari decreed kol abena yilda yoritash lechu. Throw in all the first. I was throwing all the sons into the river, and all daughters you may live. And the Rebbe explained many times, Rebbe says, it's not just to get throw in the Jewish children into the river, but also to, for the daughters to receive their chayis from Mitzrayim. But it's made to feel more geret. What does it mean? Throwing him into the Nile River, into the river means to throw them into those matters that are the idol worship of Egypt. As it's known, that the river, the Nile River, was the idol worship of the Egyptians. What does it mean in our, in our world? Gelt, you need money. Money is an idol. Stellas, jobs. So we need a Wants to throw us in into the uh, into the river, the river. Bees as to the extent, God forbid, they they drink and they drown in them in them. Not nor them not only the Jewish body, nor They also drown the Jewish soul in that river of the Nile River. As also the second part, make them live. But this part of the decree. They vitalize and they educate them in the spirit and the lifestyle of Egypt. This is Mitzrayim. This is makes uncomfortable for Israel. So we have to learn from the Mialdis Ivris, the Mialdis Ivris, the Jewish midwives. They stood against this decree. They did everything that's necessary. As his own born of an Yiddish kinder, the Jewish children should be born. When his own kriyg them gerig in Yiddish chinuch, should get the proper Jewish education. And those was men darfton in derech hateva, that which we need to do in the way of nature. Zech mishtadel zayin, or eid mitgoy mikadoyma to put in effort to speak with non-Jews or similar. Darf ezayin leit in derech v'moishe rabbein et geret zupar. This has to be. And along the path as Moshe Rabbeinu spoke to Paris. Take, Abhi gave him covet. He gave him honor, which he deserves. He had the godly stick in his hand. 
He also had the stick of Hashem in his hand. As he was talking respectful to him, he still carries that stick. That is with Jewish, godly pride and strength and force. Not to feel inferior for them going in front of the guy. And obviously, to try to hide your Yiddishkeit. Through this, that we don't consider the decrees of the country. He's talking here about education to educate uh, children in, 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 in the secular studies and other things like that. The Rebbe doesn't specify it, but it's understood from the cold contents of here. Which doesn't fit. Go along with Yiddishkeit. You totally devote yourself for holy education. From all Jews. You raise up the armies of Hashem. Healthy Jews. Healthy both physically and spiritually together. This brings the redemption. The true and complete from Klal Yisrael, from all of Israel, the Mashiach Tzidkenu, to our righteous Mashiach, Bekorev Mamesh, very soon. This is Mesichas, Shabbos, Parshish Shmois, Tovshin, Lamed Vav.